Justin, you ready to smash some meat together until we produce a couple of genuine wrestle boys? Boys. 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 Hello, and welcome to Genuine Wrestle Boys, a podcast of four friends made better friends through love of professional wrestling. Um, I'm Derek. And I'm Zach. Uh, we're down to Wrestle Boys today because you know what? Sometimes life gets in the way, and that's all right. Uh, 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 g- gets in the way. Jeff Goldblum, Speaking of Jeff Goldblum, he's going to come up a little later in this episode. Um, he had a great match this week. <laughs> he's a he's a very good uh, grand master, if you will. I wonder if will. he's going to get that intercontinental title that he's fighting for. <laughs> I hope so. Um, so this is a, a little weird episode. We're going to talk about things that other people don't care about in wrestling. Um, well, mainly just weird shit me and Zach like. Um, but let's start with some news. Uh, Zach just showed me a video. Uh, Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho are wrestling at Wrestle Kingdom this year. Uh, yeah, that like literally happened overnight. Yeah, like you know, because it was in Japan when like when it happened. So woke up to that this morning because um, did not stay up for this random New Japan show to yeah. watch overnight. Um, yeah, uh, I thought it was a. Um, like Photoshop, you know, because they've had like a kind of like fake Twitter like feud yeah. for a while, and then it was announced that Chris Jericho was having a cruise next year. Yeah, and that Ring of Honor would be on it, so everyone's like, "Oh, it's just just hype for that." Yeah. Um, and then it turns out that it's a little bit more than that. So yeah, it's a it's a very uh, interesting thing. I think it'll be cool. I feel like they have semi-similar wrestling styles. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, they came come from a really similar background. They're both from Winnipeg, yeah. which is not a big place. And, like, were trained similarly and had, like, similar local influences. And, like, Y2J is definitely an influence on Kenny Omega. It has to be. Like, it, like I think he's even said that because he was on uh, Talk is Jericho. Okay. Um, is right after... Uh, Wrestle Kingdom last year, after that his huge match with Okada okay. came on, um, and that was like really cool, like a really interesting interview. So like, and he said like Jericho's definitely an influence. I don't think you come yeah. from a town that small and don't yeah. be influenced by like one of your two like people in an industry that yeah came I also from that town. I also think being that age like. Wrestlers of that era have to influence you. Oh, like, yeah. like Especially I'm, the big ones. Yeah. I mean, Omega was probably getting into the business very early 2000s, like, at a local level. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, Jericho. It's been going since the mid-90s. Yeah. So. Also, he said something interesting in that thing Jericho did. He said that, uh, like, Edge was one of the people who called themselves the best in the world. Did he have a... Uh, was he the guy for a little bit? Oh, Edge, yeah. Edge okay. has the most cumulative titles in WWE history. Oh, okay. Um, mi- lots of them are tag titles. Yeah, that's because, that's what I always thought of him as, um, in a tag team. He was the top heel in the company okay. for a while. And he like the only reason he didn't have an even longer, more storied career is because he had to retire, like, 
suddenly. Like, yeah. He had a match at WrestleMania one year, and then by, like, a week or two later was retired. Damn. And then was in the Hall of Fame the next year. So, okay, okay. Yeah, he's something like seven-time world, yeah. world champion. He's, he's a guy, I've heard his name a lot, I've seen him a lot, but I haven't, like... Um, I haven't. I don't think I've seen him wrestle I, very yeah, much. Yeah, I actually I missed a lot of his run, um, like his run on top. He was around and like was still doing some tag team stuff. Like he tagged with Rey Mysterio for a while oh, in weird. SmackDown when I was watching. Like, and they were a really good tag team as well. It was when Christian, I think either they had turned on each other or he wasn't in the company for a little bit. Um, yeah. And but then it was like right as I was stopped like stopped watching was when he started getting like a bunch of world titles and stuff and okay he was like he was the main um heel to john cena when john cena was like okay. first being okay. the guy okay like he went like edge won the first money in the bank briefcase and cashed it in on john cena mm-hmm. and like that's how he got his first world title okay yeah, I don't know much about them. I learn about their history through their yeah. podcasts. Yeah. So. And fittingly enough, Money in the Bank was a match designed by Chris Jericho. Oh. He came up with Money in the Bank. That's that's cool. <laughs> yeah, he invented it. <laughs> yeah. Also, Carmella's had that for a very, very long time. Yeah, it feels like it, especially last year, it was literally the night of, and we only had one briefcase. Yeah. So, I mean, there have been people who've waited like 300 days okay. before. Like, I mean, Seth Rollins waited till Mania. Okay. But yeah, okay. she has had it for a while. And yeah. I think that's good. It's like, it's just an accessory. I don't I don't see her winning with it ever. I, would, so it's I like, think she will. She'll okay. cash in on, a, like, it'll probably be like Becky, because it's been so long since Becky's had a title run that that would okay. be such a good heel move. That's that, true. Like, have Carmella then take it immediately off her or yeah. something. Yeah, that'd be that'd be cool. Um, all right. Well, I'm gonna talk. We're we're gonna talk about something because there's two of us here. Um, first, we gotta preface it by talking about a thing called the Montreal Screwjob. Um, that's a thing where Bret Hart was in a little contract battle, and uh, he was gonna sign with WCW when. WCW and WWF yeah, were, still were split and he wanted Vince like he ended up taking the WCW contract and his last match was against Shawn Michaels who he did not want to lose against Shawn Michaels yeah for a lot of reasons they they did not get along in person yeah at, at all and yeah they are just opposite people especially at the time Shawn Michaels was known for being a little bit hard to work with yeah he had some serious, you know, like pill addiction, like mm-hmm. painkiller addiction problems, and like, and was just like generally considered a dick. Yeah, um, he like now is the considered the opposite. I mean, he's yeah. he's a born again Christian man who's <laughs> in a lot of Christian movies and just loves his family. But Hell like, yeah. even just working with him, everyone. Like, when he came back in, like, 2002, 2003, he was a different person. Yeah, um, but he was always considered one of the best. And Bret Hart didn't also didn't like his wrestling style. No, they're also opposites. Like, yeah. Shawn Michaels is fundamentally sound, but, mm-hmm. like, even, especially back then, he was it was mostly Flash. Like, yeah. he picked up the technical stuff a little later, but yeah. they were opposite in just about every way. Yeah, so they had this match planned. Um, the day of, they still didn't know how it was going to end. Uh, Bret Hart talked to Vince and was like, I'm not losing against him. Just have some people come in. We'll make it a DQ. And then I'll come in the next day and give him my title. Yeah, because this was at Survivor Series. Okay. So it was a, a pay-per-view. So it would be like 
Mon- Monday Night Raw the next night. Yeah. Um, and also, this Survivor Series was taking place in Canada, mm-hmm. in Toronto. In Mo- was it? It was. Or no, Montreal. Sorry. Yeah. Is obviously. It, isn't that where he's? Is that where? No, Bret he's from, from Calgary. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, but I mean, still, it was still Canada. Still like Canada. at that yeah. at that point, like all of the hearts were. Canada was there. Well, All of Canada was their turf. Yeah, well, I mean, they ran the main mm-hmm. like Canadian promotion until Vince bought it. Yeah. That's when they came in. And then but all the hearts were faces in Canada even though they were heels everywhere else mm-hmm. at that point. Like yeah. that's how huge they were. Yeah. Like, they acted exactly the same up there, but everyone cheered them and booed everyone else. Yeah. I mean, rightly so. They're the best. Yeah. Um Well, some of them are the best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um so the match happens. Uh, Sean gets Brett into a sharpshooter. Yeah, Brett's own finishing submission move. Um, and they had it worked out where they were supposed to, like, Brett was the only person who knew how to get out of a sharpshooter. He mm-hmm. gets out of it, and then the bell rings, and Sean wins somehow. Yeah. Somehow weird. Yeah, like... Um like obvious, like three seconds into the sharpshooter being put on, like yeah. which like that never happens. Even the most devastating like submission move, unless it's a squash match, no one's tapping that quickly. Yeah, like, especially in a title match on a pay per view. Yeah, like, exactly. And it's just clear like they're facing the camera. Mm-hmm. You see that he doesn't tap. Like yeah. it's the most obvious thing. Yeah. World. So Brett was very very angry, rightly so. Um. That will get into something else real quick. I want to say there's a very good Radio Lab episode about this. Yes, that goes into way more detail. Also, um, it's I called just, the La Mancha Screw Job. By yeah, the way. yeah. They also talk about Don Quixote. Uh huh. Um, and how like we want it was basically one of the first um, views into like kayfabe not existing. Yeah. Um. Like. Or like. The first, like, breaking down of that at that level. Yeah, yeah. And, like, also the first time, like, it changed wrestling, like, in unbelievably oh, yeah. huge ways. I mean, because that's, you know, the fallout of that is what turned Vince McMahon into a character on TV. Like, he was a commentator. Yeah. Like, they didn't even address the fact that he owned the company. They always had a kayfabe owner of the company. Mm-hmm. Um, even though everyone knew that he did and everyone knew that his dad had before him. He still was just a commentator. Yeah. Um, and but then he responded to like all the controversy about it, and then became Mr. McMahon, yep. the owner of the company and like he, biggest heel in wrestling history. Yeah. So without all of that, arguably Stone Cold wouldn't have been who he is. No. Um, Kevin Owens never would have headbutted him. So we got a lot of cool stuff because of this very shitty thing. Um, also, watch. There's a. It's not a WWE documentary. I just forgot what it was called. Uh, Wrestling with Shadows? Wrestling with Shadows. If you haven't seen it, watch it. Yeah. It's one of the... It'll make you... Even if you're not a wrestling fan, it'll make you understand it more, and it'll make you fall in love with Bret Hart. Because yeah. Because he's the best. And, like, it was the, like, just most, like, fortuitous timing ever. Yeah. They were making that's ins- that documentary when this the Montreal Screwjob went down. So they had cameras backstage and like Bret Hart would like basically wear a wire into these meetings he had with Vince so there's audio of them yeah and like that like there's been so many like similar moments in wrestling history not at that not as big as that but you know like where weird stuff happens but you never get 
the full story. Yeah, exactly. That one you have the full story because there was a camera there. Yeah, so it's it's very good. Um, but, okay, so that's the Montreal Screwjob. Um, real quick, if you care, spoilers for Thor Ragnarok. Um, Bret Hart is in it. <laughs> it's been enough time. Um, so there's a scene in Thor Ragnarok um, where um, it's basically like a gladiator match. Like um, Thor gets kidnapped and he has to fight a champion for his freedom, essentially. If you've seen the movie Gladiator with Russell Crowe, you'll get it. Um, Hawking Phoenix is there. <laughs> So, Jeff Goldblum plays Grandmaster, um, who's Thor's in the ring waiting for his opponent, and it is the undisputed... Undefeated. Champion. Um, So, if that doesn't trigger your little wrestling brain, um, then Hulk Lesnar comes out, and uh, (laughs) Thor and and Hulk get into a little battle, um, and Thor's about to win. And the Grandmaster, Jeff Goldblum, shocks him because they have these little things on their neck to control them. He shocks him so Thor won't win. And he pulled the Sakaar screwjob on Thor. And I thought I was crazy when I was like, this is wrestling right now. This is wrestling. But I talked to some other people who saw it, and they agreed. Yeah, I saw it yesterday, like, and Derek had, like, Asked me if I'd seen it before and like said there's a wrestling thing in there. And then the moment that happened, I was like, yeah, Montreal Screwjob and a Brock Lesnar, Paul Heyman reference. Exactly. Like, like at first I was like, this is like a stretch. And then the more I thought about it, I was like, no, this is very, very specific. Like, I one of the writers or uh, uh, Taika Watiti, if I pronounce that wrong, I apologize, is a wrestling fan. I, I someone who had something to do with that movie knows what they're, what they're doing. Yeah. Even, yeah, someone definitely did. I mean, later in the movie, Hulk does a, just like most textbook (laughs) vertical suplex on a giant creature that he fights. Like it's like, you know, that's not too huge, like specific of a wrestling reference, but the way it looked is like, you never. No one ever does a vertical suplex. In, yeah, in, like, a, in, in a normal real, fight. In a normal fight. I don't think I've ever seen any wrestling or wrestling adjacent moves in a, um, a Marvel movie. And so, like, I, they did that for a very specific audience. It did work for the story, but like, it was crazy yeah, and it was cool. It was just like a really cool little tiny reference. Like, yeah. those are nice ones that pop up in pop culture, like. Occasionally, like it's not the most common thing, but that means it's even like better when yeah. it does. Like last season of Master of None, um, Aziz Ansari's character's on a blind date or it's a Tinder date with like the this woman, and then she starts talking about how she's excited for SummerSlam. Oh, and hell then, yeah! Like, starts going into like referencing specific wrestlers like she says like oh i can't wait to see um seth rollins fight samoa joe and then it's like they <laughs> filmed that far out enough that like it w- didn't it wasn't even close to a real match that happened yeah. but it made it better because that means like oh that is a match that could have happened though yeah like and so it's That's... like whoever like whoever wrote that specific line like knew enough like yeah. i don't know if aziz actually wrote that i know he's like he's a like small passing interest in wrestling but okay. it's just like really good like yeah tiny little reference um one that i always think about is in furious seven when uh 
The Rock does the people's elbow through a glass table. Mm-hmm. And um, he, ro- he rock bottoms. That's what it is. Well, bottom. no, he does the people's elbow in seven, but he rock bottoms Statham in six. Okay. Like, <laughs> and I think Vin Diesel in five. Like, he has, <laughs> he, like, in almost all of his movies, he does I a mean, rock bottom at that some That makes point. sense for him. Um, but, like, they could easily not do that. Oh, yeah. Like, so, um, yeah, what are some other ones? I mean, for me, like, one that, is big, and I think I even talked about it on maybe our first or second episode. But um, it's a really awesome band f- from Boston called Aviator that mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a huge fan of, and like know those guys through the internet a little bit. And yeah. but I reviewed their last album, and then like after the last song is like fading out, a Mick Foley promo comes <laughs> on and like finishes off the album, and it like fits thematically with the album. That's awesome. Great. I'm probably even drop it in here. Hell yeah. To myself. And I was just like, oh, like it even took me a second. I was like, like didn't recognize it quite right away. And then Mm -hmm. like by the end of it, I was like, oh shit, that is Mick Foley. (laughs) And like looked it up, and it's an ECW. Oh damn! Like promo he ran before he was in WWE. Yeah, like like he was in ECW right before. Okay, uh, he came to WWF and damn. Um, you know, and like now I know that um, uh, at least um, TJ, the the vocalist of Aviator, is a huge wrestling fan. Okay like posts about it a lot and stuff shout out tj he <laughs> does listen to this but, um and also their bassist mike um like is a fan of wrestling and i've seen like listen to them on like a non-wrestling podcast talk about wrestling for okay. a while but um that's rad yeah but like that one was really sick just because it's already a band that i really love and was reviewing this album and it was a little surprise yeah yeah like, and then i got to write about you know wrestling in a music review yeah um another one like i mean there's obviously roddy piper who was in so many movies yeah uh he was in they live which is good good carpenter movie how um, come hell comes to frog town hell comes to frog town one of the greatest titles yeah. of the movie and a great how did this get made yeah uh, episode yes he was like he was in a lot of those movies but he's like a cult star yeah like people who love like one of my friends ryan he loves those things rowdy piper's like one of his favorite actors yeah because of that like he also did some crazy shit like in hell comes to frog town they didn't give him a script yeah. He just ad-libbed everything. Which shows, but yeah. it's still yeah. impressive. Also, in They Live, there's a, I think, 15-minute street fight with, like, very few cuts. So that's that's fun to watch. Yeah. Um, um, like, one, I, like, I didn't even think about it because it's so, like, just, like, ubiquitous in culture. Mm-hmm. Is that Andre the Giant in Princess Bride? Because, yeah. like, when I was a kid, like, I didn't know. I knew of him as Andre the Giant from Princess Bride before I knew yeah, Andre yeah. the Giant, the wrestler. Mm-hmm. Like, and he's great in that movie. Like, yeah. like, way funnier than he should be. Yeah. Well, when I was a kid and I didn't watch wrestling, I knew who Sting and Steve Austin were just because they ascended wrestling. Oh, like, yeah. Steve Austin was everywhere. And I don't know why I took a taking to Sting. I think it was 
just him in video games, I think thought he looked cool. Yeah. Then I saw him on this Christian program in his makeup, and I was like, Mom, look. Mom, that's a wrestle guy. I think I can like wrestling now, right? Um, yeah, that was a that was a weird little, like. Besides Cena, there aren't any that no, like no. ascend past that. Like you couldn't be like, what what current wrestlers do you know? They'd be like, uh, John Cena, maybe Orton, but he's even that. Yeah. Like I feel like they might recognize him from yeah. stuff, but like they'd recognize him from the RKO memes. Yeah. Like, but those are the only two, and only because, like, Randy Orton is only because of memes. Yeah. Like, people know the RKO out of nowhere thing. Yeah. More than they know Randy Orton. Yeah. Who, this is a tangent, we can go back to the pop culture stuff. Um, do you think anyone now will break out like John Cena did? Like, um, become become a movie star of some sort? I mean, there's, there's three big ones now. There's The Rock, there's Cena, and Batista. Yeah. I don't. I think it's gonna be like Batista, where it's like a. It would be a surprising person. Yeah, like, yeah. It's not because they were so popular as a wrestler. Yeah. It's because they are a good actor when they decide to do yeah. that. Like um, as much as the Miz wants to be, I don't think he ever will be. No, and I don't even know if that he actually really wants to be. That's just I think his it's his character. Like he does enjoy that stuff. Obviously, I mean, he came from the real world and yeah. he did like all those real world road rules challenges mm-hmm. and stuff and like. He has that level, but I don't think he actually would want to, yeah, like make that his main thing. Yeah, um, yeah. I I really don't think there's anyone like yeah. I, if, if that would like be because they're like the top wrestler and then yeah. like use that to cross over. I think yeah. it'd be someone like like Batista was like a top guy, mm-hmm. he's a multiple time world champion, but he wasn't like doing WWE movies like yeah. before he left really like or at least many like I can't think of any he's probably like had some small roles but yeah. um, it, his was because he wanted to act mm-hmm. and he went and did it and like takes it seriously yeah yeah it was uh, I don't know if I've talked about this on here but it was really funny he was like talking shit on The Rock in an interview because someone's like do you want to be the next Rock and he's like no uh, Dwayne is the rock in every movie. Yeah. I want to be a character actor. And that seems like a joke, but then when you see the movies he's been in, like he was incredible in guardians of the galaxy. Yeah. Um, he's incredible inspector. The yeah. latest bond movie. Yeah. He says one word. Yeah. The which only is fuck ter- of the movie, right? No, it's shit. It's oh. shit. <laughs> it's very badly ADR. Yeah. But, um, literally one line in the whole movie, but he's still great he, in it. Yeah. Like, he like, he fights very well. He acts with his eyes. Like, mm. um, apparently his role in Blade Runner is really cool. I haven't I, seen it I'm yet. Not either. Um, but yeah, like I just people breaking out of wrestling. Like, I like it. Yeah, like there are people who I could see having the talent for it, mm-hmm. but wouldn't be interested in all. Like Kevin yeah. Owens, I think could legitimately cross over into like acting of some kind just because he's so naturally hilarious. I could see him being more of a sitcom dad. I mean, and maybe that's just me being biased because of his look. Yeah. But I mean, that's part of it. He doesn't have the like same look as those guys. And that's what makes him great. Like it works within his character, but like just his talent could do that. Yeah. But, and he's, yeah, he would be hilarious. He'd be great in a children's movie. I would think. Yes, like one hundred percent. Because he's got kids. He's got kids. Yeah, and he's very very funny. Like, yeah, that's something we haven't talked about. John Cena is very funny. When I saw him as a wrestler, I was like, oh, he's a wrestler who isn't that good because all my friends are telling me he's not very good. 
and he um, is very serious all the time. And then you see him in, I mean, the time as I was watching when he was like wrestling punk yeah. and like stuff like that. Um, but like, then you see him in movies and he has like the movie Trainwreck. I wanted to love that movie because Bill Hader's my dude, but I, John Zeno is my favorite part of that movie because mm. his timing is just so good. Yeah, it really is. Like, um, he like, it's he's so interesting because like every look you get at him <laughs> is something so totally different yeah. than the other. Like the character he plays on TV is obviously very different than the him that then comes out in movies, mm-hmm. like. Which is very, very different than the, like, tiny glimpses you get into him as a real person, yeah. which are all so different. Like, yeah. And, like, the when he's on Edge and Christian's podcast, like, mm-hmm. you can tell, like, he knows what his role is. Yeah. He's the top guy for this huge company, and yeah. he, like, he is going to, like, do everything he can to, like, protect that company mm-hmm. and his spot in it. Yeah. Like, he will not say anything bad about yeah. WWE and no. just, like, puts over how great Vince McMahon is and stuff. Yeah. And he like from his perspective, I'm sure he one hundred percent believes oh, yeah. all of that. Because like, he got everything good from him. Yeah, and I mean and he worked really hard and then got it. Like yeah. um but then like, you know, I've watched a little bit of Total Bellas. Yeah. And yeah. He is a terrifying robot. Like he is a <laughs> cyborg. He's just Nicole, Nicole, uh take her take her shoes off in the house. Uh we're gonna eat dinner and then we're gonna the men. Yeah. We'll go to the men's room. <laughs> Uh, which is not a bathroom. It is a big leather room, and we're going to smoke cigars. And the women will go to the women's room, which is not a bathroom. It is the room the women go to. And they'll do whatever they do in there. Uh, please take your shoes off. Like, that is him yeah. on that show, which is so different than every other yeah. look you get at him. And then his, like, Instagram is weird. His Instagram is one of the best things. Weird, like, uh, expressionist art in a yeah. way. Like, it's so it's just- strange. It's just photos with no comments, and it's like you're you're they left to interpret them. Yeah, um, it's almost like he goes to, um, he does movies and stuff to let loose, like where most people in WWE they get to be wild, yeah, and like just be crazy, like Ambrose, uh, Owens and Zayn, but he gets to like go to movies. That's where he lets loose. Yeah, and it's it's weird. Also, what you were saying about him being a robot, I've heard that about like Christian Bale. Yeah. And like, um, maybe even DiCaprio a little bit is that they're very, very boring in real life because they like take on these roles where they have to put so much into it. And then in real life, they're just like, so yeah, cool. That's me in real life. Yeah. Um, yeah. But even then, like, I mean, total Bell is is like, it's a reality show. Like he's choosing to be that character. Like, yeah, that's another character. It's a weird character that he's choosing. I also wonder if he's just fucking with people. He's the heel of the show. Like (laughs) at least in the first season, I've heard JJ, Nikki and Bree's brother becomes the heel in the second season. I've heard. I haven't watched any because I. It's. Uh, it gives me anxiety how yeah. awkward everyone is. I. I don't know. I feel like I want to watch it just to see more Daniel Bryan. That that's pretty <laughs> good stuff. But um, you have to adjust to them calling him. Bri- everyone calling him Brian. Yeah, because that's his name. <laughs> I'd get used to it. everyone calls me by my last name, so it's cool. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. There's a, an Airbud movie where a that's monkey true. teaches a dog how to wrestle. That's true. That's true. <laughs> and they. Oh man, what is it called? It's called uh, Russell. It's not Russell Madness. 
Oh. Which obviously they wanted to call it WrestleMania for Russell Terrier, the dog <laughs> is. But I think it was too close to WrestleMania <laughs> and they got stopped because that makes no sense. <laughs> Russell no. Madness. Yeah. And yeah. John Morrison, aka Johnny Mundo, aka uh-huh. Johnny Impact on TNA. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, he's in that movie. Yeah. He, yeah, he uh, he uh, does his finishing move to a dog. All right. <laughs> so that's a thing. Yeah. All right. We're going to start talking about some news for the week now. Um, let's get into the releases. Yeah, there were three of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, that went down on Monday. Either Sunday or Monday. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, so three WWE re- wrestlers were released. Um, Summer Rae, mm-hmm. who has not been on TV in over a year. Like, since I started okay. watching again. She has, like she was out with injury. Um and then um, I just haven't heard really anything yeah. for, about her for that kind a very of long time. Makes sense if she was out for an injury and they were just like, well, we don't want to pay you anymore. Yeah, I mean, and she, like, from every th- the little bits I've seen of her and, like, you know, what I've heard, like, she's very, very good at, like, character work. Like, she's done some really, really awesome, like, um, you know, like... Yeah, like, I don't know what I was going to say differently, but yeah, like, her in-character stuff has all been, like, really great. Mm -hmm. Um, And even if it wasn't the best stuff to work with, and in the ring, she's okay. Like, she's not not the best, but she's serviceable, you know? Yeah, yeah. But she, yeah, she hasn't been on TV in well over, like, a year and a half, probably. Like, because it's since I started watching again, which was, like, summer before this last one. Yeah. Like, full-time, she has not been around um so next one is darren young um who is slightly more surprising but still not because he's also been out for around a year yeah i've never i don't think i've ever heard his name um so last time he was around um he was um bob backland like was teamed up with him as his manager you know bob backland former w multiple time wwf champion okay it's just an old like screaming old man now <laughs> but um they're doing there was they had this whole gimmick that was make darren young great again oh um that's weird since he's an open gay wrestler yeah <laughs> it was a little strange but i mean but there's some really there's some funny parts to it some of it intentional some of it not okay um the last real big push that darren got at all during that was um he had an ic title match against the miz okay and in that match Bob Backlund's uh, dress shirt got ripped off of him. Okay. Um, and he wore suspenders with it, mm-hmm. like as part of his character. <laughs> and like the shirt was just stuck under the suspenders in the front, but the back was ripped off. God. And he was like wanting to fight the Miz, and it was uh, one of these most unintentionally hilarious things I've ever seen in wrestling. Yeah. And it was also one of the strangest yeah. moments. Um, yeah, like. That one's, I mean, he's also been out for injury for like a year. I guess he's like just got cleared recently to come okay. back and, but really hasn't like, he's been really, really involved still as like doing charity stuff and like motivational speaking, okay. like on behalf of the WWE, like he's been cool. like an ambassador a lot. Like, um, there, I think it's called their be a star campaign, okay. which is like, he's been kind of the main face of okay. like while he was out, um, He's a good wrestler. He just mm. never connected. Yeah. Um, the yeah the big bummer thing about it is that he's the first openly gay yeah um 
wrestler in WWE. Mm -hmm. And um, so the fact that like he's gone now, Mm -hmm. like is definitely a bummer. Yeah. That Um, representation isn't there. Yeah. And like, especially like the, he embraced like that role as in his personal life, like Mm -hmm. in really good, cool ways where it wasn't like he didn't make a big deal out of it, but was also like not like hiding it or like, Anything like that. Yeah. He came out publicly because Team Zila basically cornered him about it. Oh. And it's that's really gross. Like, mm. they were talking to him at an airport and asking really leading questions where they were saying, like, we know. Because like, I don't think it was, like, much of a secret. He just hadn't said it. Yeah, like, he just hadn't said it. I uh, mean, because in the WWE, it could hurt your career. Yeah, and also like, just it's not, like... It's, it's no one's business. It's nobody's business. Like... Um, it's your thing to choose the how you do that. Like I say that as as an openly queer person myself who yeah. like made that choice a year ago, and like I'll be but before that I wasn't closed off about it. Like yeah, yeah. and but like also the way he did embrace it was really cool. And like, um, yeah, like I think they just asked him like, well, like do you think there are any open there any gay people in your locker room? Like after like asking him questions about like, oh, do you think that there should be an openly gay like wrestler in the WWE and like stuff like yeah, that. And then course. he's like, well, I can tell you, I know there's one because I am one. Yeah. And then like later that night, they TMZ like saw John Cena were asking the same set of questions, Ugh. but then like said like, Oh, so you haven't heard like Darren Young came out today. He's like, Oh, good for him, man. Like, yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. And it, it's hilarious. Cause it shows how bad, like just na- gross TMZ is. Cause they're talking to John oh, yeah. Cena and Nikki Bella is behind him wanting to leave. Yeah. And they yeah. never, bring up the fact that like there's another professional wrestler like in this they don't even reference it it's just like oh you're gross and sexist and everything else awful tmz but yeah that's terrible yeah then yeah so it's a bummer that he's gone but also not a huge surprise because he's been out for so long the other like the last one which is like the most shocking one by far to everyone Mm -hmm. is emma yeah because she's been in active storylines well i mean the whole she introduced Oscar to the main people. Yeah. Like, and like, it wasn't a squash match. No. Like she, she got a lot of offense in. Oh yeah. Like, and she's a very good wrestler. Yeah. Like yeah. who has just been saddled with the worst gimmicks, mm-hmm. like consistently. And like, so has never gotten over. Yeah. Like at all because of that. Yeah. But like legitimately, you know, like part of her character storylines recently was, was saying that she started the women's revolution mm-hmm. and that's true. Yeah. Like she and Paige in NXT were like the one, first women wrestlers who got time yeah. to show what they could do. And weren't they, weren't they the ones who changed it from like bikini contests to like wrestling? Yeah. Like besides it, like China and like yeah, the ones that came way before. Yeah. Cause I mean, Way way before it wasn't always like that, and, yeah. you know, and China like existed separately in an era that was starting to become that, mm-hmm. and then it got really bad. Yeah, because you know, because then there's also Trish and Lita who got time on TV, even though it was still like over sexualized and gross, misogynistic yeah. ways, and like, but they like still headlined a Raw for that title, and it was still they got some time. They'd get to do 15 minute matches, not 90 second matches, yeah, which. Yeah was the state of the WWE from in the entire like quote unquote divas era yeah, yeah. of the mid two thousands through 
three years, two years ago. Well, yeah, we've talked about it a lot. It was the bathroom break. Yeah. Like, I remember trying to watch it, and it's just like, this isn't entertaining. No. This isn't fun. It's not even gross. Like, no. It got to, it was in a really weird place where, yeah. like, basically it just was nothing. Like, they weren't hiring women wrestlers to come be wrestlers. They were yeah. hiring fitness models and or just models in general, which because of a look and which is, you know, not like a bad thing for those for those women wrestlers. No, it's just they weren't wrestlers. And so like some of them like turned out to be fine, you mm-hmm. know, um, and learned but they never got the time in the ring to actually learn. So yeah. they only hit a certain level. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and there are some wrestlers left from that era now who show they can do that. Like Naomi's from that era. She, oh, okay. That's why, like, when she be- was became champ at first, like this last year, she still needed to grow because she hasn't ha- hadn't had enough time on TV. Yeah. And she's done that in the last year because she's a, has a solid foundation and now has had time in the ring. Mm-hmm. And then you know, like, like the Bellas were from that era for sure. Yeah. And yeah. Before she left after WrestleMania, Nikki Bella was like. She was putting on good matches, like okay. which was not them at first. Yeah, yeah. Like that's the weird thing is that when she had all her title runs on as the top woman in the WWE for a bit, was when she wasn't that good of a wrestler. Yeah. And now she's very similar to her fiance John Cena. <laughs> like when his like most successful time in his career in a from in a kayfabe viewpoint mm-hmm. was when he wasn't as good as a wrestler as he is now when he's not winning titles all the time. Yeah. He's when part-time. he's, and he's, I don't know, putting some different kind of work in. Yeah. Like he cares a little more. Yeah. I mean, he's always cared. He's but... always cared, but now he's like, he's hitting a different level. Yeah. yeah. And I, I mean, it's all those indie guys he's getting to work with. Like after yeah. the U S open challenge, when he was facing all these indie like darlings from NXT yeah, and like get learning stuff from them because he'd never Faced guys like Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, Cesaro, mm-hmm. like it's like Neville. Making, making wrestling fun again. Yeah, he just never worked like worked with anyone like that. So yeah. he definitely learned from them yeah. again. Like, yeah. and they, I'm sure, like learned a lot about working in the WWE mm-hmm. by working with him. Oh, like, of course. And working in a main event slot. Yeah, but back to Emma. Like, yes, back to Emma. <laughs> she yeah. like, um, I mean, she was in a storyline with Oscar. Like, she was like. That's so bonkers that I couldn't see her asking for her release. No, and it seems on social media, like, her first response to it was just the broken heart emoji. Yeah. Like, I don't think it was like that. I don't think it was like Austin Aries when, like, he knew that he was getting out even though he was in a title feud. Yeah. Like, he was going to lose the title feud and then be asked for his release. Yeah. I I don't think she knew it was going to happen. Yeah, that's... It's weird. Yeah. I wonder if it's just, like, getting laid off from a job. Or, like, I don't yeah, know. I, I guess the reason doesn't really matter in no, the grand scheme of things. I think that she will find work. Um, yeah. Which, the unfortunate thing is, like, for women especially, like, if a man, if a, a male wrestler gets released, like, he has so many options. Yeah. Where w- the women wrestlers don't have as many. Like, you yeah. know, New Japan doesn't have women's wrestling. Like, yeah. And that's the second biggest promotion in the world. Yeah. So then you like go down the list and you know there's really awesome like women specific wrestling promotions like mm-hmm. Shimmer which yeah. is like most of the women's roster came from and like yeah. 90% of the Mae Young Classic yeah, like, there's, came from. There's a lot of like really good women wrestlers mm. but like 
I d- on the big things besides WWE, like Ring of Honor, yeah. like Ring, all those Ring things. of Honor has women's wrestling. They don't have a women's title. Yeah. Like, and so, like, there's some really, really talented women there that yeah. don't have anything. Like, they're, they're, ob- it's so obvious that they are not, have not, at least have not been seen as important enough up to this point. Like, I know that I read some rumors a while ago that they were considering adding that and stuff. I'm like, just mm-hmm. why not? Why not add it like at your next show? Yeah, like, it's something that like, you don't have to have even figured out all the way yet. Yeah, you can say, you can make an announcement. Hey, in one more month, we're gonna start having a tournament for it, and then you have literally months to go before yeah. you even have your first like women's champion. Yeah, and you can figure those details out. It makes no sense that yeah they're like that they don't have one yet. Like, yeah. Well, and, like, it makes sense that Candice LeRae was in a tag team with Joey Ryan. Mm. Like, it seemed like it was kind of out of necessity. She's like, I want to wrestle. Yeah. And, like, this is how I can. Yeah. And, like, you know, like, intergender wrestling on, like, the indies is a, like, is a thing. Like, it's, like, really well done on the indies. Like, I, and, you know, Lucha Underground had it as well. Like, Mm -hmm. they had intergender wrestling, um, which that's also ending. So, unfortunately, that's also just not a like yet another place yeah. for women's wrestlers to hopefully, go. Hopefully those those people can get jobs because there's some really good wrestlers from there, right? Yeah, the thing with them is that they don't um because they're pre they're taped in advance, the the they just ended their season, which will probably be the last one. Yeah. It's looking like they don't know for sure yet, but um that was finished that they finished those like tapings almost a year ago. Yeah. And they've put those off somewhat to screw with the wrestlers like ricochet who wanted out and oh yeah because yeah, as yeah. long as the show's on the air they can't wrestle in america yeah um but they can wrestle anywhere else mm-hmm. but so ricochet just became available in america for the first time okay finally like the two weeks ago or something yeah, yeah yeah but like so that but yeah that is one other place like where that will probably won't be available yeah unfortunately like but you know like as bad of a promotion as it kind of is from a business standpoint you know impact mm-hmm. does have really solid women's wrestling on okay. it and they do a pretty good they don't get enough time but you don't anywhere that has an actual tv show unfortunately yeah. um and they do a pretty good job of it like yeah then they have really good wrestlers there okay um i think emma like will she'll if she wants to wrestle which it yeah. seems like she does she can like, yeah well and i could see her like headlining small promotions too like oh, absolutely being flown like to like like i went to one in hermiston yeah um a while ago but like they had like i mean uh eugene who was in the wwe like <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah that i mean he's not the best example but i feel like she could do stuff like that until yeah. she gets onto oh, some yeah. sort of and promotion even mo- and i'm sure people want her like yeah. she's a great wrestler and yeah. a great draw yeah like absolutely. For, pe- for for wrestling fans yeah and like her character work that she does like i think she could very easily do like what cody rhodes has been doing where mm-hmm. like his character is based on him being the wwe guy yeah who like isn't there anymore yeah and now it but like comes into everywhere else saying like i'm better than you yeah, yeah. like and that's even kind of what her character was in wwe mm-hmm. like and she'll like she can capitalize on that. Yeah, like, for sure. She, I don't think she can be Emma anymore, but that's not even her real name, so that's yeah. fine. That's so She'll just weird. be Tennille, probably. That's one thing that's always weirded me out. Like, 
excuse me, um, women always have, not always, but they always have one, most of them have one name. Yep. Where, like, every male wrestler, like, has a first and last name. Yeah. It's, like, right now. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a very strange, like, it definitely has the, like, feeling of being a Vince McMahonism. Okay. In a way. Yeah. Like, like there's Nia Jax and Sasha Banks. Yeah, Charlotte is Charlotte Flair now. Like yeah, she, but sometimes. she was a Charlotte. Yeah, I mean because she's just Charlotte for so long, but she's announced as like as Charlotte Flair. Yeah, like now, which changed at some point. I think they it was when they maybe well, knew that they might think about turning her baby face. Well, she also didn't want that. No, she wanted to make a name for herself, which yeah. is super commendable. Yeah, it's like, I mean, I don't want to use my dad's name. Yeah, she's not Ashley Flair. Yeah, she's Charlotte. Like, yeah, like I think. Like, I don't remember where. I think it was on a podcast I heard her talking about it. She's like, when she was a kid, she didn't even want to wrestle. And then she went from that to, like, wanting to, like, try it, but without her dad's name behind it. Yeah. Because, like, I don't know. Well, she walked into NXT, like, being Charlotte, or being Ric Flair's daughter. Mm -hmm. And, like, she got to the performance center at the same time as, as Sasha Banks and I think Becky. Okay. Like same time, definitely Sasha Banks. And like, she was coming in there as Ric Flair's daughter and had less wrestling experience mm -hmm. than the other women in the performance center. Like yeah. she's like a high level athlete. She's a collegiate volleyball player. Yeah. And, well, and gymnast. Yeah. And she was a gymnast, like through high school and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And like, then she had a scholarship to play college volleyball. Like Damn. she's a great, athlete mm -hmm. but she still had less wrestling experience like yeah you, she like i've heard her talk about how like some of the basic stuff like she already knows or has seen it so much that she picked Ooh. it up very quickly yeah like she knew how to run the ropes yeah like she knew some basic footwork stuff or at least had seen it so she picked it up mm -hmm. quicker but she still had less in ring time mm -hmm. and no character work time yeah like she, the only time she'd ever appeared on WWE TV or any or any kind of TV or doing anything, she was like in the crowd oh. watching her dad. Oh at WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah, Like there are some very funny, like, <laughs> videos of with her in the background at like his <laughs> retirement match and stuff. <laughs> That's cool. Um. But yeah. Like. Sh yeah. She like, is you know. But yeah. So they like added the flair name back to her to mm -hmm. like. Probably because I think they knew, like, we might want to turn you babyface again. Yeah, yeah, And, like, your dad, as much as 99% of his career was as a heel, mm -hmm. and as much of a heel as he is, is still gets a babyface reaction of because of who he is. Yeah, yeah, um, So they're like, let's add that back just in case. Yeah. And then they did it, you know, like, within yeah. six months. Well, I guess also Becky Lynch has a first and last name, too. Yeah, she does, too. But, like, it's still, like more often than not yeah yeah, yeah. like that's well, like in the classic I, mm. I feel like a lot of them were like like one namers there's a few no, I, no actually I'm it's wrong. mostly two namers it's i mean if you look at what's coming in now it's changing mm -hmm. a lot of them come from the like just beginning of the women's revolution yeah into before that and also bailey is like the one big exception out of that but yeah. also that fits her character yeah really really well yeah like it's also not i guess it's not that big of a deal. It's not. I mean, there's a weirdness to it. it but feels, it's weird when it's like a real name, like Emma. That's real weird. It, especially it, if that's not her real name. Yeah, her name's Tennille. <laughs> um, she's, she's Australian. Okay, only, that's only Australian people have ever been named Tennille. Yeah. Um. Uh. Dad. 
Dashwood. I I don't remember. Yeah, it's, it's her Instagram handle. Okay, but um, yeah, like it comes from I think that era uh, that we were talking about earlier. That's where the divas era because mm-hmm. one, the fit with the divas image there it was like almost like a Madonna yeah, or yeah. Cher or like pop star yeah, yeah. quote unquote diva thing like also it added to the fact that like all those women were like almost indistinguishable because they were given no character work time and it was all just like the same terrible stuff they were given Mm -hmm. that like I hear women from that era when I wasn't really watching and I hear their name and I'm like I don't know which one that is yeah because like they did so such so little to distinguish them like Mm -hmm. it's not their fault whatsoever it's Vince and everyone you know giving direction to the company at that time yeah but it's like so I'm glad they're going away from that yeah for sure um because I don't know it just gives them more character and also like it's just feels better Mm -hmm. like you think about like one word like men wrestlers like most of the ones that have just have one name to it it's something very specific. Well, it's Gold Dust. It's Sting. It's Diesel. Yeah. It's you know Undertaker. Yeah. Kane. Like, yeah. It's people like that where like their name influences their character. Mm-hmm. I can't think of a single male wrestler who just goes by a first name. That besides Kane, which was just like. But that's still that's like, still a like weird, like Cain and Abel biblical reference. Yeah. Also. Larry's backstory to that. That's what Bruce, Bruce Pritchard wanted to name his son and then did. Really? And Bruce Pritchard named Kane that before he had his son, who was also named Kane. Oh. Also, The Undertaker was originally Kane the Undertaker. Oh, okay. But then they just made him The Undertaker and then used Kane for Kane later. And Some backstory. Kane was his brother. Yeah. Um, but I can't think of a single Mm-mm. male wrestler that's Jim. <laughs> yeah. I'm Jim. <laughs> well, it has to be two syllables. Ah, uh, true. Yeah, like yeah. literally, literally cannot. Like, no. I'm sure they're out there. They're probably on the indies. Oh yeah, there's definitely some on the indies. But like, yeah, that's hilarious. If you're an indie wrestler named Jim. Yeah, <laughs> I think there's one from here. Like, like the the BSU dude who was very surprising, really mm, good. I think he has a last name, but maybe not. he had a last name, but it was just like Steve Jones. Yeah, like, just a very normal yes. name. Yeah, um, um, I, I can't think of any any male wrestler that's that been given that generic of a gimmick by the WWE. No, like it's yeah. I also want I want maybe it's because it's a time that's passed. I'd love to see an Undertaker woman, like oh yeah, super yeah. characterized like women wrestlers. Yes, like, you get that. Like, I guess that's how Lucha is. You get that in Lucha. You also get that in 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 Impact. Almost called it TNA, but I don't know what to call it anymore. It's not <laughs> GFW anymore. It's just Impact. Yeah. Um, the you you get that like there's Rosemary who is like okay. A, who was you know is like a supernatural female yeah. wrestler and was the one that the one who should be Sister Abigail. Yes, and also <laughs> like she's also the one that almost got her arm like yeah by broken by sexy star yeah yeah um yeah she does like really interesting supernatural okay. stuff if I'm wrong it's because I don't watch Impact so yeah I'm mixing her up with no someone, I but, I I think that's right I mean her name's Rosemary so yeah. that that fits yeah but um I mean that's like an example like you could have one word names but mm-hmm. that's obviously like that gives you an image yeah like 
Because the yeah. rosemary baby Emma and like doesn't give you an image. No, it's nothing. Yeah, like it's just your your neighbor. For some reason, Bailey does give you an image because it sounds more little kiddish. And yeah. if it, if she was just if she was just Bailey, like that was her name, but that she was any other gimmick. Yeah, it would also be dumb. Yeah, yeah. Um, just like Charlotte worked as just Charlotte because mm. like you knew that. The way they announced her, Charlotte from the Queen City, because she's from Charlotte, North Carolina. Oh, okay. And that's where she got her name. Yeah. Like, and the Flares are famously from Charlotte, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. So it works for her because of that. Like, it was referencing her, like, family without referencing it. Yeah. In a way. That works for her. But, like, Naomi is just, like, nothing. That's nothing. Like, her yeah. real name is Trinity Fatu. That's such a better wrestling name. But she is... But also, if that becomes your wrestling name, that can't be your real name anymore. Yeah, true. I mean, and it wasn't her real name when she started, because it was Trinity something else. Yeah, yeah, Then she married Inuso. Oh! I don't know which... I do not remember which one it is. It's okay, but that's cool. Yeah. yeah she's married to Inuso. I want to know what they're like in real life. I, I hope they're nice guys. Well, you know what? If you start watching... Uh, Total Divas, which started this week, they're on it. Okay, I I don't watch, but okay. I would for, I'd I'd watch for some Naomi and husband Uso, which I for, <laughs> I cannot remember which one it is. Um, it's almost like they look alike. They 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 I can tell them apart. Now, I can t- I, but I also don't. I still don't know which one's which. Well, here's here's a here's a pro tip for you, mm-hmm. Jimmy. Okay. His name is bigger, and he is bigger. Okay. Jay's name is smaller. Jimmy and Jay. Jimmy and I remember Jay. Jimmy. I always forget Jay. Jay's name is smaller, and he's the smaller yeah. one. They also never, like, they don't call him out on the show. They're no. It's like, these are the Usos. Because they might have trouble figuring it out. Like, especially from where the announce desk, like, when you're not next to them. I'm sure yeah. they all know which one is which in person, because they all know each other. Yeah. But. It'd be funny if they split, like, how most tag teams split oh up. Oh, my God. And then they had a rivalry. Like, their wrestling style is so similar. It's very... It would be very... It'd be very weird. Those would be weird matches. Yeah, I mean... I can't think of an of an instance when there's been, like... I know they're not exactly identical twins. But no. But they, they look... They look very similar. They're so similar. They dress the same. They dress exactly the same. Yeah. Um, Before they turned heel, the way you could tell them apart was the side of their face their face paint was on <laughs> jimmy was on the right jimmy and right both have eyes in them <laughs> jay's was on the left he spells his name j-e-y so both j and left have e's in them <laughs> i like this this association uh, i i i picked that up from another podcast at some point and that it blew my mind but then they turned heel and it took me a while to figure it out yeah um yeah, I can't think of any other like situation where people look that similar Mm-mm. and wrestle that similar. Yeah, and like break up. Yeah, and both being singles, like it'd be. I think it'd be wild and amazing. Yeah, but. I don't think they ever would. No. They would have to wrestle against other people. They could never wrestle each other. Young Bucks would need to come into the WWE and, and then, then break up too, and, and then, then each of them pairs with a Young Buck. Yeah, it'd be. This is a weird matching, but if like the new day disbanded and like one of like Xavier went with the Usos. That'd be, that'd be great. like, that'd be a good, that'd be a, a yeah. fun story for that card. Yeah, it would be, you'd, uh, you'd immediately be like, Oh man, now I want them all to be separate though. So, <laughs> cause they all deserve to have singles titles, but yeah, they do. Especially like, 
I don't know. I've been a huge fan of Kofi. Oh yeah. Since I saw him, just because he does cool stuff. And but he, he's won like every title he can except for a world title. In yeah. WWE. Like, yeah. He's had the Intercontinental, the U.S., and multiple tag team titles. Yeah. And then they just <coughs> kind of disappeared, and then they brought him with the New Day. Yeah. And. He's thriving. And suddenly he wasn't Jamaican. <laughs> yeah. He wasn't Eddie from Tekken anymore. Yeah. Um Yeah, let's let's talk about NXT. Uh something was announced. Yeah, so um it, everyone's known this for a month because <laughs> NXT tapes and their shows ahead and then it, you know, gets leaked out. But um mm-hmm. just in case any of you were trying to keep up, keep with the kayfabe, <laughs> and don't read spoilers of her NXT. <laughs> yeah. Um, or see official is, WWE like Instagram posts. And this is things. where you get your wrestling news for some reason. Yeah, man. They're out there. Someone, <laughs> one of you is, and you know what? That's amazing. Um, yeah. So they made an announcement that they're bringing as as Regal said, the commissioner of NXT. We're going to bring back a match that hasn't been seen in 20 years. <laughs> For a reason, maybe? crowd is like, ooh, okay. Like, probably one person in the crowd immediately guessed it. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, he says, two rings. And then, like, 50% of people get it because yeah, yeah. there's been one match type ever that uses two rings. Yeah. It's like, one cage. And then, like, 10 more people are like, oh, that didn't already... Of the remaining people that knew about this type of match were like, oh, now I get it. Yeah. Um... And then he's like, and then he says, "War Games." So, War Games is a Buck Wild WCW um, match type mm-hmm. that ran for like ten plus years. I went back to try to watch some, and I was surprised how many of these there were. <laughs> it is a match involving, and in the WCW format was two teams of five fighting within a two two rings inside of one gigantic rectangular steel cage mm-hmm. um trying to eliminate everyone from the other team yeah and they're released in like intervals intervals there's a coin toss involved <laughs> there's like times when teams like have it one team has an advantage and then it's even and it was the most difficult thing to try to understand for i've heard of war games and stuff i've yeah. heard how messy those matches were but that's kind of all i've heard about them mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they're bringing it back. It's obviously going to be different because it's not using elimination. Like, uh, they might still do elimination. They haven't announced, but they yeah. they aren't doing like teams of five. There's going to be three teams of three wrestlers. Oh yeah, I forgot about the third team. Yeah, because it all came from basically all these different tag teams getting involved with each other mm-hmm. and like messing things up with each other. Because there's Authors of Pain. Yep, which with. you'll remember is only a two person team. Mm-hmm. But get, we'll to, get ha- to it. Yeah, we'll and then Sanity current NXT tag champions, which is mm-hmm. a team of three, Eric Young, Killian Dane, and, um, oh man, Alexander Wolf. Mm-hmm. It's actually a team of four, but well, yeah, Nikki I mean, Cross can't wrestle. No, but she them. is listed as an NXT tag team champion on the website. That's she's listed. Great. It says it lists sanity and then lists the members and she's in there. So, That's awesome. Um, she hasn't gotten involved and in NXT or WWE in general. I don't trust to handle intergender wrestling. No, even I don't though either. I support it <laughs> yeah. wholeheartedly. Yeah. I just bought a world's cutest tag team shirt this week, but, um, I don't trust them yep. at all to do it. So I don't want them to, um, but she is listed as one. So that's yeah. really cool. Um, and then the undisputed era, the, mm-hmm. 
you know team led by Adam Cole with Bebe. Adam Cole Bebe, uh, Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Rilo Fish. Kiley. No, his name is Bobby Fish. <laughs> no, Kyle O'Reilly. Shout out Rilo Kiley. Yeah, More adventurous. Go. Great name. <laughs> um, and then the other person that gets involved because you know two teams of three and then a mm-hmm. team of two, even though Authors of Pain is enough boy for it to be three boys. Mm-hmm. Um, Oh, by the way, their name are Akam and Razor because of Occam's Razor, the literary <laughs> idea. <laughs> Great. Um, is uh, Roderick Strong? Yeah, because uh, he's been. You know, they've been teasing whether he's going to join the Undisputed yeah, Era. Yeah, they've been. They've been. They've been looking for him. Yeah, they gave him a cool armband. Yeah, told them to think about it last week. I yeah. mean, cause it, which make which is really cool storyline. I wish that. This wasn't spoiled for me a month ago. Yeah. So that I actually could have been. It wasn't spoiled for me. So I was like, oh. I knew that he was going to join. Like, I knew what was going to happen. So basically what happens is Undisputed Era all used to be in Ring of Honor. And so did uh, Roderick Strong. So, like, there's that connection with them. Yeah. Um, And they offered. He keeps losing all the time Mm -hmm. um, in really, really good matches. And so after he lost to uh, Drew McIntyre. They offered him an armband and said, think about it. Maybe you want to join us. Mm-hmm. And then, so he came out, put the armband on, mm-hmm. and then went into the ring. And they're like, yeah, you're going to join us. Because Undisputed Era broke up a tag team title match between Sanity and Authors of Pain. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he ended up attacking the Undisputed Era instead. So, like, <laughs> turned, like, sealed himself his face. It wasn't like a face turn. But yeah. It was like a swerve away from what you thought yeah the term that you thought was it shocked happen. me and then um you know started helping out authors of pain and sanity which are somehow both faces in this <laughs> arrangement even though they're both like natural heels <laughs> like sanity's kind of been turning face because they're so popular and like it's just weird because they're sanity and their whole thing is that they're pure evil essentially yeah they're just like chaotic they're an- like anarchists like yeah. they're definitely like supposed to be like 90s punk anarchists yeah like and like, but Nikki Cross is like a genuine face in the women's division right Which now. Which is crazy because she's, I don't know. When I see her, I see, I'm terrified. Oh yeah. But like, also like they've had people like sneakily attack her to keep her from winning. And mm-hmm. like, she fought Asuka when Asuka was like a definitive heel. Like, was that, uh, the last, man, how, the last woman saying 45 match? minutes? It was like a solid half hour at least. Like and it was, NXT only gets an hour a week. Yeah, so it was like more. It was half the episode. Yeah, like that was. There's also commercials, even though it's on the network. Yeah, but they're still get, showing us ads for things on the same network that we're watching currently. <laughs> yeah, that was my introduction to Oscar, actually. Oh, it's a, it was, it's a great match. Yeah. Um, you know, but like, so they kind of started turning her face at that point because she's fighting. Oscar, who was like actually like being sneaky to win and stuff like yeah sanity would like run in on people early on and like be mm-hmm. like that but they haven't done that in a while yeah and, then, and against authors of pain like they had like nikki cross involved like outside the ring in that match and stuff and like took a bump through a table through the two biggest boys in the match yeah. like um so like they've been turning them face but like undisputed era is so like such like slimy style yeah. heels. Just Adam Cole. Adam Cole. I absolutely love Adam Cole. Yeah. Because he's just slimy and gross. Yeah. And like Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly both too are just like just broy looking dudes that do martial arts and yeah. like just like kick people like in his the shins. Muscle essentially. Yeah. So because he has no muscle <laughs> definition in his arms. No, nope, not at he all. He needs to stop wearing tank tops <laughs> to the ring. Um. 
but since they're like such heels in the way they're acting mm-hmm. and like tried to like corrupt like such a pure baby face in Roderick Strong yeah. like it somehow works that these two gigantic monster teams <laughs> are the faces against this tiny little dude team yeah and I, I think it's gonna be super interesting so yeah, yeah it's gonna be three three tag teams inside two rings mm-hmm. and in a giant cage yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be bonkers it's I, gonna be hard to watch yeah <laughs> i mean nxt's production is pretty great though well it's not that it's just every time there's something it's true like out there's a thing the worst was the punjabi prison yeah that's impossible because you couldn't see inside of it i last year at elimination chamber they figured it out finally yeah. for that match because they put cameras up in the corners of the cage yeah because it's like such a different cage than every other one yeah and I do not understand why they don't do it for Hell in a Cell. Yeah. Um, I I hope that with the way NXT produces things, because they just do things better, mm-hmm. that they will figure it out. Yeah. Also, I mean, NXT, it's going to be at TakeOver Houston, which is now NXT TakeOver War Games. Okay. Which is cool. They're getting away from the cities thing. Yeah. Again, do something different. But um, since they, like keep the building dark it might be a little easier because there won't be a crowd behind the cage yeah like yeah that's true but it's still yeah it's probably still gonna be very difficult to watch yeah when i watched the old war games the cage was maybe eight feet tall like dudes were like literally at one point rick rude picked a guy up and tossed him into the ceiling like the the ceiling of the cage that's crazy um i think it was steve austin even (laughs) very young stunning steve austin but um, hopefully it's okay to watch. Yeah. It's going to be at that takeover. It'll be yeah. interesting to see how they fit that whole get set up into like where the ring is. Yeah. Because you can't like mm-hmm. norm with the normal setup. So yeah, but at least be interesting from that standpoint. Yeah. And that'll be, do. that'll be a great show anyway. Uh, like, do they lower the second ring down with the cage? Like what do they do? Cause it's not the only match on the card. Like you can't have two rings yeah. out there all night. Maybe they will. And just be like, just, just, just here. Don't pay attention to it. Just, um, oh, you went to the other ring. Nope, get your nope. Get back here. No, get just hang out outside. Don't if you're gonna do stuff. Don't get in the. You're disqualified. <laughs> um, but I am excited for that show because the uh, the women's title match with that's gonna be very Kyrie Sane, Ember Moon, Nikki Cross, and Peyton Royce. Peyton Royce, yeah, that'll be fun. It's gonna be yeah, very good. For all four of them are very good. Yeah, like, Peyton Royce is like the weakest in ring of all of them, but Mm -hmm. she's still like super solid. Yeah. Does great character work Mm -hmm. in it and out of the ring. And like her moveset is still like solid enough, especially in a fatal four way. Like Mm -hmm. she was in one for the women's title, like over the summer. Yeah. Her and Billy Kay and Nikki cross in it and Oscar. Yeah. And like, you can like do a really long, interesting match with four different people. Yeah. All four of them have very different styles. Yeah, so. Nikki Cross is just she's like essentially a brawler. Like Yeah, she is. Her the way she wrestles is like what you would see in a street fight. Yeah. And I love it. I mean she has like she's stone cold esque like in her moveset. Yeah. Like and then but then still does like surprisingly like really yeah. athletic things. The swinging fisherman's neck breaker. Yeah, there you go. My favorite move. <laughs> yeah, and then you know Kyrie Sane like being like super like tiny mm-hmm. like she's smaller than nikki cross yeah like and nikki cross is like nikki cross is built but she's very short yeah um and then like ember moon is like totally different than all of them like yeah it's gonna be i think a really good entertaining match and i could see it i could justify all four of them 
winning. Of course. I don't think that Peyton Royce will. I think she's honestly in there to take the pin from yeah. whoever. Because I, I feel like they're pushing Nikki Cross a lot. But at the same time, like, it makes sense for Kyrie to win because she won the classic. Yeah. But, but it also makes sense for her to lose but not get pinned. Yeah. Um, Honestly, I'd love to see Nikki Cross get it because I want to see her go up, move yeah. up. I, Except that, I mean, I say that reluctantly every time I say it because the WWE, like, SmackDown and Raw, the wrestling's not as good. It's not as fun. Yeah, but she would... She would infuse something really needed onto main roster. Oh, yeah. Um, and, like, something so different. I mean, and when she goes up, all of Sanity will yeah. be going up. Yeah. So that could uh, – I could see it either, you know, Sanity dropping the tag belts and mm-hmm. her not winning. Yeah. And just going up without ever winning the championship. Yeah. Um, which would be totally fine for yeah. her. Or I could see her winning and them retaining and, like, holding it for a while and just being – and having – all of sanity like being holding like a belt they actually defend like yeah she she technically does have the tag belt but she can't defend it really yeah, yeah. um but like her having the women's title and that the three men sharing the tag title which mm-hmm. is also i think really cool would be cool to like show clearly like she's the only one of them with a singles title because yeah. they do a really good job of sh- like showing like she is like just as like like important a member as the yeah. three men. Well, and she, I mean, she gets involved in those matches too. Yeah, exactly. And like takes bumps. Yeah. And like the men are like, they react to her as like, just like they do for, you know, Killian Dane, who's a yeah. gigantic man. Yeah. Like they treat her, they don't treat her like the girl who's there. Yeah. They treat her as another member of the team. They treat her like a threat, which she yeah. is like, yeah. she will attack you. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's like, so I think it'd be really cool for her to be the one with the singles belt. Yeah. Like, no, that'd be rad. Yeah. Um, but also the three of them are the whole, like all four of them just going up to Maine, like mm-hmm. even if she doesn't get the title, like, and I, Kyrie and Kyrie Sane, like obviously makes tons of sense. Like, yeah. But it also makes sense for baby faces that not win and chase the title. Yeah. Like for an even bigger payoff and, down the line. Yeah. I mean, it would be cool if they kept her there for a while because I mean, her first match wasn't the best. No, but she also was very nervous. She was very nervous and she wasn't against the best. Yeah. Moment. I can't remember who it was, but it's, it's, you know, a performance center. Yeah. Oh, it was, I is Aaliyah who has been there for a while, but she was like new to wrestling when she okay. first got there and she's just getting onto TV finally. And okay. she's gotten a lot better, but it's still, you know, she's not, you know, at the same level as like Kyrie's like Mae Young Classic competitors yeah, yeah. were. I would I would like to see them take their time with her. Yeah. Get her some I don't know, there's stuff you gotta learn in NXT that's different than mm-hmm. where she was, yeah. I'm assuming. I mean yeah. They're like just like performing to a the like T V production of WWE. Yeah. Is different. Yeah. Like the camera locations are different mm-hmm. and you're playing to those all the time. And you like, have to know where those cameras are, Kane. Talking yeah. about that Finn Balor. <laughs> yeah. Or The Rock in his first match who starts like doing his post-match celebration to the wrong side of the arena <laughs> with his back turned to the camera. Ooh. It's a great, great moment at the beginning of The Rock's, the, literally The Rock's first match 
Survivor series that he is that the one that he watches and like there's like a video of him watching it and he's just like oh man yeah um yeah he turns the wrong side uh, and because he it was a little confusing because they're at Madison Square Garden and Mm -hmm. that doesn't have a typical setup like the normal ring setup because it's like way closer to the ring okay and the hard cameras on the opposite side of the as the entrance ramp oh so he's he was turned towards the entrance ramp just like yelling and there's no camera facing <laughs> oh man um but yeah there's like stuff like that i mean the ring is different than a lot of other rings like yeah it's slightly different it's bigger than some promotions have it um and i can't remember i don't know off the top of my head like the promotion that Kyrie came from in yeah. Japan and like what their setup's like but also they like not every promotion uses real ropes that yeah. are like that are you know covered some like some use chains chains or like like wire and stuff like that like it's just different so yeah. like there's stuff to learn and like also the pacing of the matches for tv is mm-hmm. different and like she like she's done a good job of it so far but it's also yeah. it's different being on weekly tv yeah in the tournament and, yeah you know peyton royce could like get get it even though she's like the least likely one yeah because but she's still like her and billy k like the iconic duo are very over yeah they're very great at yeah. like being obnoxious they, characters and great heels. They remind me of the Bellas. Like, they, they, I didn't know a ton about the Bellas, but they like look, they look, the Bellas are twins, so they look similar. Um, but they're like, I don't know. They just have that vibe. Yeah, to they, me. they definitely do. Like, and, um, and both of them work really great and they work together really well to be yeah. like the cheating, like duo mm-hmm. and that like, most of the time gets theirs almost immediately because mm-hmm. they get caught cheating or yeah, yeah. like the person like comes back on them and like, you know, takes out both of them. Yeah. Um, and the, yeah, so I think it's going to be a real good match. It'll be fun. Yeah. It'll be fun. Um, we're also going to get an Alistair Black versus Velveteen Dream <sighs> match, which is the match I they, had no idea I knew I needed. They better kiss. I, so like, I get Isai said it once that his the Velveteen's dreams in work stuff ruins the character for him, and I get it. But I kind of like like he's clunky. He is clunky. Like he's, he's just a big tall boy. He's a big tall young dude, mm-hmm. and like I, I I think he's getting better and better. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Patrick Clark. That's his, yeah. That's his name. Because I, that's what Alistair called him Patrick the first time, and that's what made him so mad. In, yeah. in character, which is great. Like, like it's such a weird, like a weird feud, because he just wants him to acknowledge his existence. Basically, yeah. And like, like I like his whole. I like when they like let them get a little like weirdly sexual with it. Like he wants Alistair Black. Like mm. you don't really know. It's very broad, but yeah. he like, he wants him to acknowledge. It's like, he's in love with Alistair black. Yeah. And Alistair black is like teasing him in a way. Yeah. But and without like, like, but they're also not going like, so like, they're not like, it's not, not doing overt. it obvious. Like, yeah. and they're not doing it. Like they're not make like Velveteen dream. Isn't a heel because of that, which no. is what it would have been at any other time. Yeah. In the WWE. Yeah. He's a heel because like, he sneak attacks people and, and like he's throwing fits it's throwing fits and he's like really cocky and arrogant mm-hmm. you know and like dismissive of other people yeah and his like i don't know i just like his whole vibe i love that he's just 
wants to be Prince. He's just yeah. not as spicy as Prince. Yeah, but, and I even like that they've toned that even down a little bit, like yeah. with this feud especially. And now it's like he's becoming his own character. Yeah, like, like he comes. I love that he comes out dressed differently every time. Yeah, um, I love his like velvet crop tops that he wears <laughs> sometimes. It's yeah, like I, I you know, no one else in the in the WWE right now could wear that. Yeah. And, you're you're pulling it off six foot five patrick clark yeah. wearing like a crop velvet crop top yeah i really hope i really hope he hones in his character and figures it out i feel like because nxt is developmental so i think he's just like having fun and like figuring it out yeah i think so too like and, i think it's a one of those gimmicks it's like he wanted to do this gimmick really badly yeah and now he's figuring out how to actually do the gimmick. Oh, yeah he like when you have an idea that's like stuck in your head so much yep. that you don't can't see the like flaws or holes in it mm-hmm. at first, and like now he's like starting to figure it out. Yeah, and I just I I, I just love the tension between them. Yeah, because they're such an unlikely pair. Yeah, they're and it's advancing Alistair Black, which like the last thing I would have expected. Like because they had Alistair Black start talking as like the beginning of this feud mm-hmm. and. He had like literally not said a word. Oh yeah. In NXT, like he had just been silent the whole time, and he's still mostly silent. But now he's talked a little bit, mm. and like they are, it somehow didn't ruin the mystique of the character. No, he's just like talks sometimes. Yeah. Like and like surprisingly less of an accent than I was expecting. Yeah, yeah. I think it'll be a good take. I mean, takeover is always great. Yeah. So I think it'll be. Is it? Is the other match uh, McIntyre? Against Champa? No, 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 no. no uh, uh, Almas. That's. I get them confused. Yeah, Champa's still out. Unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Champa's no. with Gargano, or was part of DIY with Gargano. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. No, yeah. Andrade C and Almas. Yeah. Uh, founder of the original Los Ingobernables. Oh. De Mexico, the okay. original. It's just okay. Los, it's just Los Ingobernables because. De Japon is because they branched off. Oh, so, interesting. Yes. Yeah, so I always wondered why Japan had a Spanish like yeah. So um, <laughs> Spanish gimmick. Well, so it's because um, Naito, when he went on excur- what's called excursion, which mm-hmm. is when you're a young wrestler, and Japan especially does this, um, send you away to go work other places for a year. It's like being on a Mormon mission. Yeah. Like so that's why you can find videos of Okada in TNA. Fuck. Yeah. Um, he worked in TNA <laughs> at the same time as the Young Bucks were there before, okay. they, before they were really the Young Bucks. The Young Bucks aren't young. They're old, right? Nah, they're in their 30s. Okay. So they're probably like thir- early 30s. They're okay. dads. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, he so he ended up working in CMLL, which is um, biggest Mexican promotion okay. at this point. Um, and he joined Los Ingobernables, um, led by Andrade Cien Almas when he was... A, different character okay um before he unmasked he unmasked when he came to nxt oh okay okay Almas. um and then went back to new japan and founded los ingobernables de japon okay uh and you know branched out there now it's much bigger deal than the original los ingobernables yeah, yeah. like um yeah so i mean he was like floundering in NXT until like the last couple months and now all of a sudden he's like a worthy title contender yeah which is amazing like it's what he originally was they finally figured out how to make him like the old like old him from Mexico like yeah. finally figured it out yeah which is really I cool. mean Selena Vega is 
great yes. with him. Like um, the yeah, she yeah, she hurricane Ronald Roderick, Roderick Strong last yep. week and it was, it was great. The greatest thing. Yeah. He sold it very, very well mm-hmm. too. Well he was into the the steps. Yeah, he went head first into the steps. Yeah. <laughs> the the sell it, which was amazing because you don't see like you hadn't seen her hit anyone, yeah. get involved physically in any way. And then that was the first thing. Yeah. But then this week, you know, they you know, had Drew McIntyre was coming to the ring with a contract saying like, Hey, come sign the contract. Yep. And then they beat him up. He signed it, took her gum out of her mouth and attached it to the contract to Drew McIntyre with her gum. Oh, I must've missed that. I it's, was, it's really I good. kept like dozing in and out when I was watching it. It's easy so, to do with yeah. 19 hours of wrestling a week. Yeah. Oh, I love it, but I, I love it. I wouldn't be watching it if I I didn't like it. Yeah, even I, even the even the bad parts, I just let them let them pass by. Mm-hmm. We ain't no Brady here today. Yeah, Shout I try Brady. Just I try kidding. to watch the Hulu edits just because it's more palatable. Same, even though they cut out the whole Nia Jax return this week. So oh, that was really dumb of Hulu to do. Yeah, they cut out them announcing a a member of the the Survivor Series team. Yeah, and Nia Jax returning for the first time in over a month. Hulu just didn't have it. Yeah. When they had like other stuff from the show that wasn't good. They also took out the trick or treat street trick or street fight. That's yeah, what I didn't They took that out. The yeah. the Good Brothers were their Southpaw characters. Yeah. But I also heard it was trash. Oh yeah, but I still want to see it. Yeah. Tex Ferguson was in the ring. That's true. And Chad too bad. With pumpkins on their heads. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think this is a good place to to end it. Probably. Um let's Let's th- let's plug some stuff. Like what? Um, AudibleTrial.com slash genuine Russell Boys Cast. Russell Boys Cast. Gen- AudibleTrial.com slash Russell Boys Cast. Listen to some books. Give us some uh, server fee money. We're gonna be transparent with what we're gonna use it for. Um, yeah, I mean you could get any of Chris Jericho's like three or four or five books that uh, I'm sure are on there, mm-hmm. you know, like to celebrate his sudden return. Yeah. He, his recent one, I believe is called no is a four letter word. Yeah. Which is, hey, no, he's, he's living, he's living that gimmick right now. Yeah. Um, so he did not say no to this opportunity. He did not. He said, yes. Bad word. It's a cuss. I swear. Um, you can, Follow me at Ostercoaster on Twitter, um, at Bluegazi on Instagram, um, at Duckshirt is Isai on everything. At uh, Wrestle Drums is at Matt on everything. We miss you guys. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you can follow me at Kfabe Dad on Twitter and at My Chemical Dad Pants on Instagram. Both great names. Oh, th- whoa! I'm getting a push right now. Yeah. Man, strap the rocket to you, brother, brother. Oh, brother, brother. Um, shout out, Edge and Christian. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, and then follow us uh, at WrestleBoys Cast on Twitter and mm-hmm. at Genuine WrestleBoys on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, go to our, our website. It's WrestleBoysCast.com. Yeah. Uh, I'm slowly trying to keep make it all up to date. It's yeah. Someday will be. He's he's making some great, great, great. Uh, images to go with our episodes yep those so, will be out eventually please please just look at them because yeah. they're he gave us some sneak peeks and they're wonderful mm. can't wait to see this one um i can't wait to figure it out after yeah. i also title this episode we'll see <laughs> um yeah and um there was one more thing i wanted to say 
Um, yeah, thanks for listening. If you are listening in the ether, um, email us, slide into our DMs, Facebook message us, whatever. What do you, we want to know what you want to know. Tell us what you want to hear. Like, give some suggestions, uh, questions. We want to. We want to interact with you guys. We love you. I don't know any of you except the ones I've talked to personally. Um, but I love you all. Yeah, I think. I, I was looking at some of our analytics. I was like, I don't know who some of these, where some of these listens are coming from. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I know there's a dude from Montana. Um, oh, I think I know who that is. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's. Uh, uh, God, my, I'm so bad with names. I'm so sorry. I can. You're, you're in a cool band called Cheria. Yeah. Got a, he's a. Uh, I know he's Connor. Furry, Your name is Connor. Furry Fins on Instagram. He uh, recently played a Halloween set, and he played uh, sets from Joyce Manor, A Great Big Pile of Leaves, and The Weaker Thens. And if I lived in Montana, I would have been there bawling my fucking eyes out. So Same. shout out to you yeah, Connor. for liking great music, Connor. Yeah. Shout out. Shout out. Um, yeah, that's going to do it for us. Uh, Russell Boys 316 says. Hulk smash the patriarchy. Boys. 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 Boys.